All right, joining us now at SENZ, it is a real pleasure to welcome back a, a returning figure to the New Zealand rugby scene. We've known about this for a wee while now, but uh, my first chance at the very least, and um, a good chance to properly welcome in the new Crusaders head coach, very familiar to this part of the world where I am in Canterbury, a long-time successful Canterbury coach, a very experienced international coach, and you're back, I guess where it all started, Rob, here in Christchurch with the car keys to the, a franchise that I think a lot of people around the world look up to in the Crusaders. So uh, you must be very excited on squad naming day. It must feel like a long time coming. Yeah, it's a special day. Um Coaching staff and management behind the scenes has done a great job compiling the group that we've got. We're very excited about them. Um, you know, we've got the capacity uh, to do um, wonderful things with this group. We feel, and there's a good um, uh, level of experience and some exciting younger ones coming in to keep the energy high. Uh, so, yeah, it's. Um, it's a great day, and um, you know, for me personally, as you've alluded, uh, I love this place, and I've got an opportunity now to contribute to this great team, um, and I'm yeah, very excited and, and wrapped and humbled. Rob, we'll we'll talk about you a little bit more later on. But first of all, the squad, let's focus on that. Um, I've looked at a lot of these Super Rugby squads that we've seen released and there's varying levels of turnover amongst them. I think uh, Clark said to us down south they've had 14 new faces in, which is a lot. Uh, For you guys, how much turnover have you had from last year where you've lost some experienced faces to this year? Yeah, I think there's seven new members this year, um, if if I recall rightly. So I think, you know, that would be probably about average for a team. Um, so although we've hard to replace some of the members that have left, we're not looking back. We've hardly discussed um, outside of what a privilege it was to either watch or be involved with those great players as they pass through the Crusaders All Blacks. Um, We've hardly discussed the fact that they won't be in our environment this year because we, you know, we want to keep the eye on the ball and make sure that we're enhancing and developing the next ones. And to do that, you need to be thinking about what the future holds. And and we're excited about, as I said earlier, the group that we've got uh, in a number of capacities. And um, so, although there's been some 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 you know some of the greatest. Some goats have left the Crusaders. Uh, you know, there'll be some future goats waiting to, uh, you know, waiting for their opportunity. As I scan the squad, there's a real mix, and you'd, I think you'd call it a healthy mix of experience and age. You've got seasoned All Blacks, then you've got new players coming in, uh, you've got under 20s New Zealand representatives, and then you've got some international flavour, the, the, a lot's been made of Lee Halfpenny and also uh, the returning Ryan Crotty in the midfield, so the mix you've got, are you comfortable? Uh, have you gone one way or the other, you just tried to kind of keep it player by player and fill the squad to needs you know you will require later in the season? Yeah, very much around meeting the needs of the group, discussing all the what-if scenarios, making sure you've got cover in all your critical positions, and not just cover, good, a good level of cover. And then, um, 
you know, making sure you've got enough uh, versatility so that when you're selecting or looking at your bench, um, you've got players that can cover multiple positions uh, as well as, you know, if they start, they're, they're capable to start and hold down, you know, a starting level in one position, in a certain position. So there's a number of connotations you work through. Um, experience, leadership is another level of, of consideration that you need to have. And as I said at the start, you know, the, the work and effort that the coaching group and the management have, have done to get the group to this point has uh, been superb and really admire the way that's been done. And, um, yeah, now we've got a, a group on paper. We can, we can start to, you know, start to build those relationships and, um, you know, get the group on the grass, you know, later this month and it'll be a, a great little period for us to, to bet in some rugby stuff. Rob, if I look directly at your inside backs and towards the game drivers, Mitchell Drummond, Willie Hines, two extremely experienced Super Rugby players, Noah Hotham, an exciting precocious talent, Rivers Rayhana, Fergus Burke, who we know is unfortunately injured to start the season, then Taha Kamara, who is another precocious talent in that Noah sort of um, class. Now, do you suspect that you might have men playing first five this year that don't come from those three first fives that are listed in your squad? Highly unlikely. Um, those boys, or those men, I should say, have been selected because of the things you've discussed. Precocious talent uh, had, had some degree of experience and maturity and now are in a position where when the teacher appears, sorry, when the student is ready, the teacher appears. So the timing's right for them. We've got to we've got to trust them and back them, and um, you know, um, make sure that they feel as though they've got wholehearted support from the back room. And that'll be the way we'll hit. You've missed one little name off there that may not be uh, in yet. So Tane Robinson, who's been also playing ten from Tasman, uh, he'll be listed in the. 10, 15 area. So he's another one that, you know, adds to that depth of 10. And although Ferg, unfortunately, is going to be out for the initial part of the campaign with his Achilles rupture, um, we're looking forward to welcoming him back at a later date. So good to see Ryan Crotty back in the mix, and uh, he'll be so um, oh, he'll be invaluable for you just during the week, I imagine, as well as on Saturdays or Fridays or whenever your games are. Rob, but just someone with that much experience, as you know, invaluable at this level. But Levi O'Moore, I mean, talk to me. What you tell us? What you've seen from Levi O'Moore since you've been around him, and what sort of ceiling you think he might have as a midfielder at Super Rugby, but then potentially beyond if he is so lucky to um, progress his career further? Well, you used the word precocious talent there before. He's somewhat with it. He's obviously been around the scene a little bit. He's uh, you know, more mature than probably some of the others uh, that would be making their debuts for the Crusaders. Um, he's had, um, I guess, some... Some challenges with managing his fitness and his weight, and but over the last couple of years, he's really got on top of that. His performances have been stellar. Um, he has a massive uh, resilience, to high level of work. So every team he's involved with, he he gets um, you know 
has a massive workload and, and he's able to do it week in, week out. So we're wrapped to have somewhat of his standing given, uh, you know, the amount of um, experience and talent that we've uh, lost in that area. And unfortunately, Braden Enoy, as you would have been alluded, he, um, his uh, knee reconstruction um, had a wee uh, infection issue and he won't be available to us at all either. So that's, that's uh, Levi. And then, as you've alluded again, Crops. So fortunate to have a great man like him who has decided that, um, and, and Crops, knowing the man, he'd never put himself in a position where he wasn't going to be able to contribute 100% uh, on and off the field. And he, he during the discussions, you know, he, he basically uh, was excited about what the future might hold and when we were discussing about whether he was um, up to another campaign that came uh, through loud and clear that without question he was he was going to be 100% committed and capable of doing what we know Crocs can do. So, And then we've got um, Johnny Robert, a young midfielder to support in that area as well and obviously the great David Havili, who you know is a world class player and wants the opportunity to keep pushing for the highest honours in that position. So, yep, we've got uh, we've got good depth and quality there, and um, excited about their influence on our game. Given, I guess the the little bit of lack of experience you've alluded to around our team, you know, there'll, there'll be a lot of onus on our midfield to really support and guide those boys um, as they grow into the the ultimate drivers we think those teams can be. Despite losing one of the greatest rugby players of all time, um, the tight forwards have stayed pretty, <laughs> I guess, uh, similar, to be fair, and you've got a lot of experience and a, a lot of old heads that know Rugby Park so well. Um, two-part question, Rob. Is Scott Barrett your captain going forward? Uh, I assume he would be. And how much do those leaders, your Cody's, your Scots, your Davies, how, how much do these guys impact what you do as a coach and how you lead in your role? They're the, obviously, they are the incumbents. They were there and have been there under Scott Robertson, and now you have them as leaders. So how much do you lean on them or let them continue their habits and the way they lead the week versus try to put your own imprint on it? Because I assume you want to have your own DNA and, and although being similar characters, and we've heard you talk about you know you and Razor's relationship, you will do things differently naturally, right? Firstly, yeah, you assume, right, um, Scooter's done a magnificent job of, of leading the Crusaders and that'll continue. Uh, secondly, the importance of the leadership group, um, you know, cannot be understated. There is, and there's been a lot of people done a lot of work in behind the scenes uh, around the leadership of uh, all the capabilities of the leadership team from this area, and the. The young men have really embraced it, and as they mature and become more influential, um, you know, the, the, the guidance and support that us as a management group will give them, and me in particular, um, you know, will become, I guess, more and more in the shadows. So, to answer your question, uh, in, in a, I guess, a succinct summary, yep, the leaders will be able to lead, will be requiring that 
aspect of leadership from them and we'll be asking them to um, to continue to step up both on and off the field to ensure that every component of our of our group is operating efficiently and to its maximum and and hopefully, you know, by the end of it the proof will be in the pudding by our performances weekly, uh, being able to be consistent and passionate and loving what we do in the colours of red and black.